Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. My name is Jim, and I was supposed to be joined this Friday night by Luke Hollywood, and we were going to continue and finish up the weekly show, the part two of this week's weekly chapter show. But as has happened since Luke had gone off on vacation and then coming back, our scheduling is a little wacky. We're going to do that show, but instead of doing it Friday, we're doing it Saturday. And I guess you could kind of sit there and say, well, you know, we'll just let that go. We'll just put it up on Saturday, whatnot. I always feel bad. I always want to put something up if people are wanting to listen to something Friday night. Who am I to stop them? So what we are going to do here is have what kind of is a like that read this kind of manga show but that's nonsense that's luke hollywood nonsense i i don't play that you know what we're gonna do is a mini manga show that's like a like that read this kind of deal and it's gonna be on spirit photographer saburo kono and where this ties in we had just done the dc3 one shot this past manga monday and that and this spirit photographer saburo kono are both by the creators of the promised neverland so we're going to end up going to put this up. Now, with that, I did record this originally when it came out, the week it came out. So if there's anything in there that makes you like, huh, that's weird what he said there. It, it is from then, but hey, it hasn't been heard. So here we go. We're going to put it up on here and have that going forward. So with that, remember, we're going to have the second half of the weekly manga show tomorrow night as i record this on saturday night so look for that as well but before i go let me tell you to go over to twitter at weird manga follow us and we have a hundred percent follow back policy uh to be nice and i think that's a cool thing and then also go to our patreon patreon.com slash weird science manga where you can support us for all these shows and things like that but also get 14 episodes in advance of the manga monday show so you go over there You'll have 14 episodes that you haven't heard just waiting for you. And then also you'll get the exclusive weekly manga picks show that we do each and every week now where you pick three chapters of that week that are exclusive to the Patreon. And this past week it was Don't Blush Sakeme-san, My Hero Academia Endeavors Mission One-Shot that leads into the movie, and Witch Watch, one of my favorite books if you want to listen to that exclusive show plus all those other Manga Monday shows. Again, go over to patreon.com slash weird science manga. Be awesome. The show notes have all the links to click on and whatnot. But with that, let's get on with this. Like I said, it is spirit photographer Saburo Kono, a one shot from last year by the creators of The Promised Neverland. Spirit photographer Saburo Kono, a weird name for, for a book, eh? And uh, the reason why I picked it was 100% Luke Hollywood. Luke Hollywood who pretty much paves the way in my heart into most of what I do, ended up saying that this story, quote, quite the wholesome read, as it turns out, worth a peep. Well, when Luke Hollywood says it's worth a peep, I go with that. Now, having read it, saying it's quite the wholesome read. Now, he does say as it turns out, but I still don't know that a story about suicide murder uh, and a photographer that looks like he's the joker that likes to trap latchkey kids in his apartment is quite wholesome. I- I'm not going to go that far. This is something I'm not going to make that leap into Luke Hollywood territory. I mean, Luke Hollywood 
ends up going and seeing Pulp Fiction and says, boy, that, that's just like the sound of music. <laughs> that, that is family fair right there. But he's right at one thing. It is, it is worth a peep. It really is. And the thing that got me in this whole deal and this story is for half of the issue, I think that most who read it even said or would agree that it's just downright creepy. It, it, it actually is disturbing. It actually gets to the point where I almost stopped about six times. Then I kind of went, well, I think I know where this is going. This is Sixth Sense. It's going to end up being the main character, the kid at least. He's already dead. I'm waiting for this whole deal with the photography, spirit photography being the idea of the twist where at the end he disappears. That didn't come to be. And when you get the twist, it actually does make it start to be, oh, my God, like this is worth the read and this is going on. And. I know that a lot of these one shots end up being, you know, springboards into stories. Now, if this would become a full blown Shonen Jump Weekly, I would actually be upset if both characters in the story do not continue on together because really, Saburo Kono, you know, the photographer ain't that interesting. He's he's creepy is what he is And it's funny too because I think the play here Is very similar to a lot of times in Doctor Who Where the Doctor himself kind of feels a little creepy But then he's not And you get that big thing where Oh my god the creepiness was actually just You know that he doesn't know the way to act Or that he was trying to be nice trying to do that At the end I didn't get that <laughs> He's creepy I mean even at the end But you have this book and it's by the co-creators of the promised neverland and that is story by kayu ashira <laughs> here we go and art by pasuka demizu and i'm sure i am saying those completely completely wrong but it deals with a kid who seems depressed i mean right away it kind of seems like he doesn't really deal with much and even with that Kind of acts just like my kids. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, yep, depressed. But you have Soda who, you know, playing some video games. He seems a little out of it. And then we we find out more as it goes on. And again, for half of this, you really don't know much. And it's really, there isn't much. It it ends up being very tension-filled. It ends up being something where it does feel like, you know, we're watching crazy the cube or or something like hostile where this kid is being taken hostage but he isn't but he is kind of but you end up with somebody moving in next door and he ends up so ends up through this narration saying yeah most people do not end up lasting in this apartment people usually last about three days and then they get the hell out of there now with that all going on as well you say, oh, well, what's this person like? What's this person in the next door like? Oh, and his mom's there. And, oh, uh, you know, he seems to be a photographer. He has some photography stuff with him. I'm like, oh, oh, that's crazy. I wonder how long they'll last as he's playing his video games. So he ends up kind of going through this idea. Hey, you know, the, the people who move in next door, they only last the three days. They end up getting weirded out. The, the apartment is haunted. And the guy who's there now, you know, this whole deal, this photographer, Saburo Kono, 
he's going to leave in three days as well. The, the, the trend will not end, but he will. But he's going to leave differently. So we go and we see him right away. And he's just the weirdest smirk on his face, the weirdest. And really comes off, dresses, and looks like the Joker in The Killing Joke. So that even throws you off, especially when you see this. And if it reminds you, then you're just like, okay, shit's really going to go down here. I mean, this isn't going to be good for anybody. But then we get into the main story and you end up like, you know, a knock on the door. And Soda goes to answer the door and ends up all of a sudden being blinded by the flash because there he is. You know, Saburo is taking a picture of him. And it's almost it's funny, too, because it's like an instamatic camera. You don't see that much anymore except with hipsters. Ethan ended up getting an Instamatic camera And I'm like, oh, you know That's kind of cool I mean, it's funny when you live long enough You know, when you when you start I, I'm sure that a lot of people in this Have at least something like this Where you live long enough Where the shit that you didn't want to deal with When you were younger Now becomes the cool hip thing later And people pay exorbitant amount of pricing for it you know, it's just, it's ridiculous because Ethan's like, yeah, I got this Instamatic camera. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. He's going around. I'm like, most people back in the day just used that to take, you know, naughty pictures of themselves and their girlfriends, wives, and husbands, but that's fine. And he ends up there and he's taking pictures. I'm like, okay, well, how much film and whatever? And he's like, well, I think it costs like $52 for that. I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm out, you know, and really, I'll just take 10 pictures with my phone now. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but he does this. To show, you know, Soto and introduce himself. Hello, you know, my name's Saburo Kono. I moved into 603. Now, uh, here, look at this. It's a souvenir of us meeting each other. Here you go. Creepy as hell. So creepy. And it is the picture of the flash. Like, ah, it's like the crazy. These are the type of pictures I take. And I don't mean I'm the photographer, I'm the photography. I'm the one getting my picture taken. I look like ridiculous. So. He's like, oh, thanks. Uh, no, that's terrible. That's an awful shot. Oh, my God. And then does the worst thing. And this is one of those things where, like, an Eric Shea, the zucchini situation so that you don't get, you know, kidnapped, you don't get taken. Don't don't ever yell to a weird guy who just took your picture and you don't know and looks like the Joker from The Killing Joke. Don't say, my mom's not home right now. This is the first rule of latchkey kiddom. You never tell somebody that you're alone. You never tell anybody that nobody will be home. And he does that. And, and old creepy, creepy ass Saburo puts his foot in the door and like, I, I need your help. I'm not going to go away. I'm going to grab you because I'm in quite a bind here. This is my third day here. And the spirit hasn't appeared. So that's where Soto's like, oh, my God, this guy's a weirdo. But he, he kind of knows about the. The spirit, but he's mentioning it casually, like it's plumbing and stuff. And and at this point, kind of looks a little like Inspector Gadget trying to get in. So I, that's a little nicer, right? It is. But it's like, oh my god, he moved into the room to see the ghost. Oh my god, that's the worst. And then you just have the deal where all of a sudden, boom, Soto and Saburo, they're in his in his apartment now, and he's like, oh, forgive me, I don't have any furniture. I just have my equipment. Now, as we go through this and we get to the end, we realize he doesn't because he's not moving in. He just went there to get the spirit to take the picture of the spirit. And it's starting to get to the point now where I am getting a little bit intrigued, though I'm more still creeped out 
the idea of him with his cameras and what he does and how he makes a living. He says, I am a photographer. I do photography. I came to take pictures, you know, and he's like, oh, my God, you know, like the one you took of me. Oh, geez, what's going to. No, no, no. That that was just for test shots. Here's the real deal. Here's the real camera. It's for spirit photography. And this is where I like the twist, a little twist and a little thing where it's one of those where you you might have the co-creators hear people talk from. And I'm talking back in the day. I'm talking way back in the day. You know, it's something that most people might still know about. But I, I think it's one of those that it's kind of getting away like it's one of those kind of stories or myths or you know old wives tales that is starting to fade away the idea that people were afraid when photography first started that if you took a picture of someone it would steal your soul one of the greatest examples is at one point where grandpa simpson he actually does get his you know the photography ah my soul (laughs) it's just like an aside which is hilarious but with that he says i do spirit photography I use this special camera. That's what I do. And he's like, you know, you have so spirit photography. You're a fan of the paranormal or something. It's like, no, no, this is my job. This camera special has the ability to take, transfer, and capture the souls of the dead. So when you end up where you could end up having a Ghostbuster situation here where there's a bad ghost and you end up taking the picture and you get rid of it and you get the ghost. Or there's other times like what we're going to get here where it does look like Saburo Kono is more helping a ghost to go to the next life. Uh, you know, so ending up being the one to kind of set things right and boom and go. But he ends up, and this is where I started thinking we were going to get, you know, a sixth sense deal and something like that. What Sporo says, don't worry, you know, because he's like, you took my picture. Oh my God. Uh, well, don't worry. It can't capture the soul of a living person. I thought, okay, well, so does dead. I, I think that that's the twist because as they're going on with this, but you end up with Saburo continuing. I came to capture this room's ghost and ask it to leave the world peacefully, but I can't do it. It doesn't appear. I can't get it to have happen. Uh, and said, I came to you because I thought you may know something about the ghost you know neighbors aren't blind what did you see what happened do you know how this went down and he really gets like really creepy in soda's face you know do you and he soda's like oh my gut said that i should run but i really couldn't because the locked doors behind him and so he's like oh my god like uh it was a suicide and the lady jumped off the balcony four months ago on a rainy day her name was yoka Yoko Kazakaki, and she worked at some company, you know, like an adult normal job and all that. We didn't speak, but she was a pleasant and kind person. Now, this ends up being the big clue for Saburo to know that something else is going on because he says, We barely spoke, but she was a pleasant and kind person. Uh, he wouldn't know this if they barely spoke, but. Yeah, abs, you know, Saburo's like sitting there thinking like, well, why would she commit suicide? And you end up with sort of, I don't know, you know, she, there was no note. But yeah, they, they determined it was a suicide. The police said it was a suicide. And so you end up like with flashbacks as it goes in. And you have Saburo like, well, if there wasn't a note, how did they know that it was a suicide? Well, I don't know. She had some problems at her work. So that was the motive, you know, and then. Uh, 
And then that's when you have Saburo like, I don't think it was a suicide. It might not have been. And now again, there's a twist that I thought, okay, now we're going to go where they're investigating murders and, and, and spirits. And you're going to go that way. But it's not really that either. It kind of is, but isn't because Soda is more involved here. And you get the idea with this that Saburo possibly knows everything that went on. He's aware of some things that maybe we don't even know why, but he needs Soda. This is how I took it. Like he needs Soda to admit it itself because it's not just the idea of making a spirit go. He's actually there to help Soda as well in the long run because, you know, you ever, you, you keep having these weird things where it does seem like he knows more than what's going on and he needs Soda to kind of, you know, push it out a little, get, give him a, get it off his chest. But you end up sort of saying, yeah, people keep moving in and they move out. Some say they see a spirit of a woman at the night. Uh, sometimes they say that they, it grabs them. Sometimes, you know, it chases them away and stuff like that. And we really think that it is the ghost of Yoko. Um, but yeah, that's the whole deal. But he ends up saying maybe they were lying. Maybe there is no ghost. You know, you haven't seen it. Are you satisfied? I don't know anything else. Let me go home. So you have some more. It's like, I guess, you know, the sun is setting. And yeah, thanks for your help. And as he goes to go out, Soda's going to reach to the door. All the locks start blocking, opening up. Somebody's trying to get in. They're doing all these things. He's freaking out. Oh, my God. And now, again, you get back to creepiness. Then you get back to the idea that Saburo might be some some crazy witch doctor guy, and he's been messing with them the whole time, and he's going to attack, and he's going to do it because even with the idea, like, the locks are locking and things are going, he's like, oh, no, does somebody have your keys? I got them right here. He's got this huge grin. They're all here. Like, what the heck is going on? Like, is it the landlord? No, it can't be. Why aren't they ringing the doorbell? Oh my God, somebody's there. Oh, the chain's broken on the door. Oh, the chain broke yesterday. I'm like, oh my God, he's got some other people. They're all in the closet. They're doing all these things. But he ends up saying, you know, even if I lock the door, it's been coming in the past two days. So again, this is not the idea. All of a sudden, you weren't really telling the truth, it seems, about not seeing the ghost. And he says, sorry, I lied. Because then you even have Soto like, what? You said the ghost hasn't appeared. And he's like, sorry, I lied. And he's got this grin on his face. He's in the, like, coming out of the shadows as all the locks are locking. It's creepy as hell. And it's scary. And you really think, like, am I reading... <laughs> manga that's gonna end up with a, a a child capture is is the the happy ending that he only gets sold you know into child bondage or something i mean i actually at this point this is one of the points like i don't know that i want to go with this especially with all the stuff going on and the the you know all the act age nonsense i'm like what is going what are they thinking with this and really at this point, I'm not even thinking to myself like, okay, well, it's going to twist this way or it's going to turn. I actually started that. I got to take a shower. I feel dirty. I, I don't know why I keep reading this. But you end up where the door opens and you have Saburo say, welcome, welcome. And yeah, and, and Soto's like, there is nobody, but I hear footsteps and there's wet and barefoot and there's like oh my god it's a female spirit oh no it's 
Yoko. And the thing is, as Saburo starts to explain what's going on, he starts to, you know, tell the scene. That's when she becomes more and more in view. And it is Yoko, and she looks hideous. I mean, she looks so bad that she could probably break up the Beatles, right? No, it's not that, Yoko. And that's not really true. But you have this going on, and it's like this horrific ghost. So duh. And then you have somewhere like, oh, my God, she's she's been looking for you. I'm like, oh, no. no. Now we have just this crazy monster ghost thing that's going to eat a child. I mean, really, what is going on? And just, oh, my God. And you have Soda. He's trying to get out. He's going all around. It's like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. And please, why don't you take the picture? Capture it with the camera. And Sabrina's like, no, no, no. It's still too early to click. And then you end up having the whole deal. The whole deal. You're hiding something, aren't you, Soda? You know, you said you barely spoke. So how did you know she was a kind person? You didn't say she seemed kind. Uh, you knew Yoko, didn't you? She was a kind person, wasn't she? Then why are you so afraid? Why won't you say anything? Why are you lying? Why aren't you telling the full story? And then you end up, because Yoko must hate me. And Sabora's like, why? Because I killed her. And now you're like, what? <laughs> There's so many twists and turns here. It, it's, it really is crazy, the amount of twists and turns with this. And he's like, I killed her. Now, okay, now we're watching, a, uh, reading a book with a kid who kills people. All right, here we go. But you end up having him say, it wasn't suicide. She didn't jump. She fell. She didn't jump. It wasn't suicide. It was a rainy day. And you go through this whole deal. It, the whole, and this is right when, at this part, we're at page 28 of 46. This is when, and that's a lot of pages to have to get through to actually get to Another twist that actually makes you like, oh, my God, like, this is really good. And it does get that way because Soda says, I was the one who was trying to commit suicide. Yoko tried to stop me. And you go through the things. And done very well. Done, actually, in a, in a subtle way where you see that Soda was bullied. He also doesn't have a dad. His mom works all the time. He doesn't have anybody. He's very sad. He ends up where Yoko saw him one day. He was coming home from school crying. Again, no mother, father to talk to or anything. And Yoko saw him and said, what's the matter? And then saw that he had footprints all over his shirt. And it felt like somebody just knocked him down and was stepping on him, walking all over him. What happened? You're covered in dirt. You're crying. You have footprints. You've been bullied, haven't you? And so it's like, please don't tell anybody. Don't tell my mom. You know, I don't have a dad. My mom's so busy with work. It's embarrassing. It'll upset her. So he actually, like, he doesn't want his mom to get so upset and it'll ruin things. And so he's just going to take this in, this bullying. But it's depressing to him. But Yoko says, I will tell you, but you have to promise me something. Don't bear this all on your own. Promise me. And they pinky swear. And I'm telling you, as a father of five kids that loved the pinky swear back in the day, that actually is still something meaningful to the Werner residents. If we end up and if you end up doing something in our house that you need to make sure that somebody is down, 
you pinky swear still, even with their age. So it actually did hit me there that he gave the pinky swear for this and then went against the promise. He went against the promise. He was going to jump off his balcony. Yoko saw him and said, let's talk. Please come down. And she tried to go over to his balcony. Now, she, you know, maybe she should. I guess the front door of his would have been closed. I was going to say she should have ran around, went in the door. But she tried to do that, and then she fell. She slipped. It was raining. And she slipped and fell and died. And that's where Soda says, if I would have kept my promise, if I wouldn't have been so stupid, if I would have kept my promise with her, she would still be alive. It's my fault. I practically killed her. And you still have, you know, Yoko coming. Shota. And she still looks like a complete and utter zombie. But says, you must have been in so much pain, but I was scared and couldn't tell anybody. I pretended not to see it. I kept running away, even though it was my fault. And says, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to Yoko. And the thing is, as the zombie is coming over, Yoko zombie is coming over. She just came over to hug him. And say, I'm glad you're alive. And that's where Saboro says, she doesn't hate you. Yoko does not hate you. She was worried and she wanted to tell you it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. And he did. He went against a pinky swear. But don't be embarrassed. You can run away somewhere if it's too much to bear. You're not alone. Remember that. That's why. And this is kind of going in and out from what she said before to him to what now. And that's why live, smile. Nothing good comes from dying, like she said back in the day, back when they first met. Um, yeah, but said, please don't take, don't try to kill yourself. Please don't, please don't take, you know, that for granted. Please live. You have a life. Live it, please. And then that's where Yoko ends up, kind of becoming, you know, zombies gone. Now it looks like her, and it's one of those things that it seems as if when you go to these spirits and some spirit that. Needs to get something fixed, needs to, that they will end up, you know, looking like, but when they're done their duty, what has kept them. And then really all this is, it seems as if Yoko has become a spirit in this apartment and couldn't pass to the next life until she could tell Soda it wasn't your fault, but he, he wouldn't go in the apartment. That's where she is. So when he's there, you know, and he says, I'm sorry. Yoko and they hug and that's where you have Saburo finally actually looking nice he's got a not a crazy toothy grin now he just has a smile can I take a picture and they're together he takes the picture they're doing a pinky swear again they're both smiling Soda's laughing he's having a great time and like oh good smiles on both of you and so then you even have like the how how does she move on from here? How does she get? Oh, you have to burn the picture, and then from that picture, the spirit that is trapped in the photo goes off like a butterfly. Looks like a butterfly because you end up having Saburo say, "That's the shape a soul takes when it leaves your body." It's like it's why the Japanese have likened the soul to a butterfly since ancient times because this is the way they do. Well, aren't they similar? And that's where Soda's thinking, you know, that night, Saburo Kono disappeared quietly. He left. You know, he went on his way. He's the he's like Johnny Appleseed of weird-looking spirit photographers and then become pretty good guys by the end, even though you creeped out the whole time. You know, that typical story. But said, I told my mom everything, and I decided to transfer schools. And this is where you're like, yeah, this is nice. <laughs> he's like, he ended up 
being able to tell his mom everything like mom i'm a murderer kind of but i'm not but i like it's like hey mom i have something to tell you what's that soda um i i've been bullied at school and i i didn't want to burden you with it but it really does have something oh soda you should have told me all along i mean i love you and i don't want you to be bullied oh also I kind of led to Yoko's death. She slipped off the balcony when she was trying to help me. I was trying to kill myself. Oh, my God, you were trying to kill yourself? Like, oh, well, well, it's not really your fault that she fell. I mean, but we won't talk about that anymore, right? They were, uh, but also, Mom, I met this crazy guy who trapped me in his apartment and wouldn't let me out. Oh, my, where is this going, Soto? What's happening? And, and also then we saw the, you know, the spirit, the ghost of yoko and she told me it was a all right i'm getting you help i'm i'm calling i'm calling the asylum now uh you won't be transferring schools you will now be going to a facility all right yeah but mom he he took the picture and burned it and it, it turned into a butterfly all right, all right i just get out of here i i i just i forgot to tell you're not my son get out of here out of here <laughs> made me laugh like i told her everything eh, there's some things you should keep to yourself so Especially like spirit photographers who trap you in the in the house. But he says, I decided to transfer schools. There's a picture that I keep with me. This copy of the photo. I love where to get this copy. They, they end up burning the thing. And then it went off. But now you have a copy of just him. Pinky swearing nothing. And I love him, too. He's like, well, well Mom, I, I got a picture to show you. I'm not I'm not lying. Here, look. All right, that's a nice picture. You pinky swearing nothing, but uh, okay. If that's what you, is, is this like your new, you know, imaginary friend who just happens to be the lady I still think might have committed suicide next door? It's not really healthy, so it's not. But you know, you're my son again. I let you back in. I felt bad, yeah, but let's get rid of this photo. <laughs> and then like, it doesn't have a spirit in it, but I will never forget Yoko. For this entire experience I just keep thinking it's like I'll never forget Yoko and that she died Trying to stop me from committing suicide Which was against her pinky swear But never forget her And then he says all of the spirits that remain In this world have businesses to take care of It's not my style to capture them Forcefully to exercise them This is Saburo talking to them when they left I'm not an exorcist I'm a photographer and you have it. He arranges subjects to be their best condition to capture their finest moments. And all this is like, okay, are you leading to maybe this becoming a weekend? And I, I read here in a couple news things that, that it is very popular already. People are really digging this. And the problem is, though, I kind of like crazy ass soda too. And I wish that if they do have a weekly, say, all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, we got something's got to take the place of Act Age, if you know what I'm talking about. Well, you end up getting this. I hope that it's like Saburo comes back and goes, you know what? You were pretty good. You were pretty good with the spirits. So let's hit the road, buddy, because I like them together. I liked Soda way more than Saburo. He was creepy, but you end up, he specializes in spirit photography and possibly. Wearing suspenders is what he does, but that is the end. And yeah, it ends that. And I actually, I, I did like it. It's goofy and tons of twists. I mean, th- there's the thing is you're used to maybe like one or two twists and, and twists that are like, okay, you know, you think that person's a good guy and all of a sudden, haha, I'm the bad guy. There's rarely that you think a guy 
is a pedophile chasing down a kid that he's. I mean, the guy with the he's got cameras and makes him get trapped in a room with no friend. I mean, what is going on here? And I can imagine the idea where they go and take this, and and luckily. You know, the promised Neverland is a beloved deal. So they, they take this into the editor and like, all right, we got this new one shot we want to show you here. Within 10 pages, this editor is going to be like, not only am, am I not going to approve this, but I want you escorted out of this building. No, no, no. Read the next five pages. Okay. All right. I'm calling the police now. I, you know, I, you're done. I, no, read. 15 more pages all right well, now i'm i'm really i'm gonna kill you myself i got a gun and, oh wait a minute i kind of like this finally <laughs> they get to it they have a really patient editor is what they ended up having and we've seen in a bunch of these manga what goes on now behind the scenes and i think that there'd be trouble but by the end it does twist and turn to the deal that it is i i'm not i'm still not gonna go wholesome i'm i'm sorry there luke but I can't go full out wholesome. I, I just can't. I'll say that it has a nice twist that ends up not making me feel as dirty as I thought I was at the beginning and really getting worried of what I was reading. So wholesome. So, yeah, I liked it, though. I, I liked it. I like talking about it. So I hope that you enjoyed listening. I hope that everybody has read it and they can laugh with me, especially in the slack. We can, <laughs> we can laugh at Luke and, and wonder what he thinks is wholesome. It's just, I'm telling you, what I went to read, I'm like, okay, this is going to be one of those where I'm not going to have that much to talk about because it's going to be just a nice little, I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, that's, that's Manga Monday. All right. There you go. So I'm going to go off. It is really, again, as I do this, a lot of times it dips into Tuesday. I still have two DC reviews to do and I, uh, I am exhausted. So we'll see if that happens, but at least we got this. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I hope that you continue enjoying the manga show. I always like doing it. It's my, it is my favorite show that I do right now. So thanks everybody for your support. And I will talk to you soon.